0: isn't God good? Isn't he great? He is, huh? We've been focusing as my wife said on the theme of praise is a highway and we've been looking at how through praise we experience being transported into what God has for us and even transported into his very presence. This series has been based on a song that was written by Chris Tomlin. Praise is a highway. Uh, that includes a theme or, or the lyrics praises the highway to the throne of God, praises the highway to the heart of God, praises the highway to the move of God. And tonight we're going to note and, and look at the fact that praise is also the highway to breakthrough. Praise is a highway to breakthrough. Now, if you've been in church for a while, you know that breakthrough is a common word that is used in the church. Uh, that He's a God of breakthrough, that He's the one that wants to give you breakthrough in whatever area of your life uh, you need it in. And, um, and I believe that, and we're going to help define what the word breakthrough is, and we're going to see uh, the connection between praise and breakthrough, as well as the four phases uh, to breakthrough that we'll see illustrated uh, and exemplified through the life of David. But let's look at a psalm. In the Bible, it's Psalm chapter 40, and it's verses 1 through 3, and this is out of the Passion Translation. Psalm 40, verses 1 through 3, in the Passion Translation. Maybe you can identify with what David is stating here. He said, I waited, and waited, and waited some more, patiently. How many of you have ever had to wait on God for something? How many of you would say, I waited patiently? Sometimes. Okay, not all the time. But he said, I waited and waited and waited some more. Then he added patiently. And I love this. Knowing God would come through for me. The more you journey with God and the more you lean into him, you discover he's not only a good promise giver he's a faithful promise keeper he comes through and you learn that waiting is part of the process it goes on then at last say at last (laughs) he bent down and listened to my cry he stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in out of the muddy mess I had fallen into Anybody ever been in a mess? Okay. So how many of you now you're identifying with what he's saying? We've been there. We've been in a mess. How many of you can say, I've not only been in a mess, I've been in a muddy mess. Uh huh. That's where he's at. And then I love this. He says, now he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. That's a good word right there. That means that when you walk with the Lord, it's an ascending path, and we'll see the connection to breakthrough and ascending. Then this is the part I want to focus on. It says, a new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how he breaks through for me. We sang about it tonight, Jesus You are my breakthrough. Now, how many of you would say, I've experienced some breakthroughs in my life because of the Lord's working in my life, right? And so every time the psalmist says that every time he recollects, he ponders, he thinks about God giving him breakthrough, a new song rises up within him. Mm. A new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how He breaks through for me. Then I love this. Ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see His miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with Him. Isn't that powerful? To think that God through you can not only give testimony of His goodness in your life, but your willingness to open up your mouth and give Him praise will result in people coming to believe in the God that you're testifying about. That's what He's saying, that my praise not only gives me breakthrough, but it is also foundational and pivotal for others to experience the reality of God to such a degree that they start to agree. God is who He says He is. And they want to participate in knowing him for themselves. Now, I told you we're going to break down breakthrough. Breakthrough as a noun has several meanings. First, it's, it, it's, it means an act of overcoming or penetrating, penetrating an obstacle or restriction. An act of overcoming or penetrating an obstacle Or restriction. So we talk about breakthrough. Well, what does that mean? It means overcoming or penetrating, which is breakthroughing, breaking through an obstacle or restriction. Secondly, it's defined as a military offensive that penetrates an enemy's lines of defense. So God, not only is able to help you and I break through obstacles that are in the way of our progress, he is also able to give us breakthrough against our arch enemy, the devil, whose aim is to try to stop us from experiencing ongoing advancement in our journey, whose aim it is to try to devour us. The the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Jesus, but the, and he, and he'll rise up in opposition, my wife referred to it tonight, one of the promises of God isaiah fifty nine nineteen when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. so the reality is the enemy is going to come like a flood he's going to come in full force in, uh, and, and to try to either thwart the purpose of God in our lives or discourage us through ongoing opposition to our progress to the degree that we give up but the promise promise of God is that if we will look to Him, He will help us break through the, the defensive attempts of the enemy to keep us from moving forward in our lives. And then a third definition of breakthrough is a major achievement or success that permits further progress, as in technology. You've heard of technological breakthroughs, where someone is inspired with an idea that nobody else has thought about, of how to work a thing, and as a result, they say, "Oh, we've had a breakthrough," or someone has a medical breakthrough. They 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 figure out, okay, with this configuration, we can we can cure this disease, or we can we can we can stop its advancement in a person's body. It's called a medical. Breakthrough. So God wants to give us breakthrough so that we can continue to progress. Now, uh, something about breakthrough is like, like riding an elevator that takes you up one floor at a time. A breakthrough takes you up one level at a time, helping you reach new heights in your life. And so when we talk about breakthrough, it's important to understand God gives us breakthrough in order to take us from one level to another. Not just to help us to get through the current crisis. That's important to keep in mind. When God gives you breakthrough, it's not just to deliver you out of something. It's to take you into something that you still haven't experienced in your journey with Him. He wants to take you from one level to another. There's a pastor from Brooklyn, New York. His name is Jim Cimbala. And he's written some great books, and especially in the area of prayer. And he wrote a book entitled Breakthrough Prayer. And in it, he makes this statement. The God who delights to show mercy is near, waiting for us to call on his name. Then he adds this. Today, prayer for personal guidance is almost a lost art. Our tendency is to run around doing what we think best and then ask God to bless our activity. He continues, We can learn a lesson from the leaders of Israel who approached the prophet Jeremiah in the midst of a political and military crisis. Their request was simple, as found in Jeremiah 42.3. Jeremiah 42.3, this was their request. Pray that the Lord your God will tell us where we should go and what we should do. God's plan for our lives includes the where we should go and what we should do. You see, God is a God of breakthrough. And it doesn't just mean that He comes through His power and breaks through the opposition of the enemy. It also means that when you pray, He gives you insight. He gives you revelation that enables you to know where to go and what to do at critical junctures in your life. That's what we're referring to as well when we speak about breakthrough. Now, I told you that in the Bible there is an example of the four phases of breakthrough. It's found in 1 Chronicles chapter 14, verses 8 through 16. Let's look at this. It's, a, it's, it's about an experience that David had. It says in 1 Chronicles 14:8 through 16, it says, Now when the Philistines heard that David had been what? Anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and went out against them. Watch this. Then the Philistines went and made a raid on the valley of Rephim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? The Lord said to him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. Watch this. So they went up to Baal-perazim. Baal-perazim. And David defeated them there then david said god has what broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water the the imagery is of water coming in such force that it breaks through a wall it breaks through a barrier that is erected for the purpose of trying to hold the water at bay. But the water is coming in such force that that barrier loses its ability to restrain and restrict that water from continuing to move forth. And that's what David uses as imagery in relation to describing our God as a God of breakthrough. And, and and it says there, therefore they called the name of that place Baalperism, which can also mean Master or Lord of Breakthrough. Perism. He named it that because it means Master or Lord of Breakthrough. And when they left their gods there, David gave, gave a commandment and they were burned with fire. Watch this. Then the Philistines once again made a raid on the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said to him, You shall not go up after them, circle around them, and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. And it shall be when you hear a sound of marching... In the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall go out to battle, for God has gone out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. So David did as God commanded him, and they drove back the army of the Philistines from Gibeon as far as Gezer. Now, what are the four phases of breakthrough that we learn about here? Phase number one, I go through a crisis. I go through a crisis. We see it in verses 8 and 9. That when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And what, for what purpose? They wanted to take him out. They wanted to kill him. How many of you have ever asked yourself, why does this stuff keep coming at me? Well, one of the reasons could be why we, what we read here. Simply because you're anointed. You're not a victim. You're anointed. Can I tell you that? The next time you feel like, wow, all hell is breaking through, you ought to consider it a compliment. It's the devil recognizing you're anointed, and he's he's threatened by it. You see, the only reason why the Philistines came against David with such force is because they were threatened by him now as the king, because they already knew through history This is the guy that as a 17-year-old young man, he took out our giant Goliath. And now he's anointed king. Now he's stepping into his office. So they come in full force because they are intimidated. They are threatened. And so whenever the enemy attacks my life, whenever he comes in full force, I ought to take it as a compliment that he's recognizing that I'm anointed by God and I'm a threat against him. And because I'm anointed, he's throwing everything against me because he knows that if that anointing starts operating in my life to the degree that God's given me the power, then the enemy is going to lose his ability to manipulate and dominate my life my 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 so none of this you know now why I'm anointed and I'm a threat the enemy's intimidated that's why he's throwing everything because he knows I've got the goods I've got the stuff to defeat him So in order at phase one in breakthrough is I go through a crisis. Now, what is crisis? The word crisis simply means a turning point, a turning point. It's like when somebody is in in a crisis physically at a hospital. The doctor says this is crisis moment. This is crisis. They're in a crisis mode. It means this is the turning point. It's either going to get better or it's going to get worse. A turning point. And it all depends on, when it comes to our spiritual progress and the battles that we face, it all depends on what we're going to lean on in the moment of crisis. I go through a crisis. What is crisis? Say, turning point. Which way is it going to turn? It all depends on what I lean on in that moment of crisis. And that brings us to phase two. In David's case, what did he do? I go to God. He went to God. The Bible tells us that in verse 10. As David inquired of God. See that when the crisis came, when the enemy came, the Philistines rose up and and were searching to take him out. How did he respond? He went to God. He went to God. Where do you go when the enemy attacks you? Where do you go when your heart is overwhelmed? What do you turn to when you don't know what to do and you feel powerless before what has come against your life? That is going to determine which way things are going to turn in your life and in my life. Who do I run to? David went to God. Phase number three, I go on faith. I go on faith. Dr. Henry Blackaby, the co-author of a book that became very instrumental in helping believers grow closer to God, entitled Experiencing God, he describes David's crisis this way. He says, David was a faithful servant of the Lord's. David refused to rely on human wisdom for guidance. He asked for God's direction. Was this a crisis of belief since God said he would give David victory over the Philistines? Yes. David still had to decide what he believed about God. He had to trust God to do what he said he would do. When that crisis comes and I go to God, the next phase is I've got to be willing to step out in faith. For the Bible tells us in verses 10 and 11. And David inquired of God saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And watch this. The Lord said to him, go up. For I will deliver them into your hand. So they went up to Bel Perism. You see, God said, go up. And basically David said, I will. God said, go up, and David said, I will. David obeyed the Lord and did exactly what God told him to do. David was going on faith. In order to experience breakthrough, it's important to understand that a crisis will hit our lives. And then at that moment, we determine who are we going to. That's the important time to make the decision. I'm not going to lean on anything except God. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to run to God. And then I'm going to do whatever he tells me to do. I'm going to go in faith. I'm going to carry out his directives. Once I hear his direction, I'm going to go with God. Not only am I going to go to God, I'm going to go with God. That's what obedience is. It's going with God. It's aligning with God. It's it's coming in agreement with God and saying, you know best. You've given me this instruction. I'm going to follow through. And the fourth phase. (laughs) As you go up, I go up. Any time you and I decide to go not only to God in the crisis, in the challenge, in facing opposition, but then we go with God. We, we, we follow His instruction. The outcome is you 're going to go up. Remember we talked about ascending. This is an ascending path. That's what breakthrough is all about. Taking us from one level to another. I go up to the next level. I break through into a new realm. A higher dimension of living. I break through the status quo barrier. Look what verse 11 says again. So they went up to Belperism and David defeated them there. Then David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Wow. What is interesting, and we read it earlier, after this, did the Philistines leave David alone? Mm-mm, they came back. And what did David do when they came back? He went back to God. He went and he said, shall I go up against him? And God said, no, this time you wait till you hear marching sound on top of the mulberry trees. And after you hear that marching sound, On top of the mulberry trees. Then you go. You know what that marching sound was? It was the angels of God. I don't know if you get it. Now David is going to experience breakthrough at another level. Not only is God going to give him victory through his hand like he did that first time, God is now going to send soldiers from heaven to fight along with him to defeat the Philistines. It's going to be a greater miracle. It's going to be something more spectacular, something more extraordinary. You see what happens when you and I say, you know what, God, I'm going to go to you and I'm going to go with you. When you make up your mind that when the crisis comes you're going through a crisis, you're going to go to God and then when you go to Him, you're going to hear what He's got to tell you. You're going to receive His instruction and you're going to go with God. You're going to follow through on what He tells you to do. Then you're going to experience going up. You're going to go to another level and then as you continue the process, every time you go to God and go with God, you move from one dimension to another, this is go- going from what we call in the church going from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from strength to strength. The believer's life is not a static or stuck one, it is a stretching one. You go further than you ever thought possible. You experience as you continue to follow this process of leaning on the Lord over everything else, and you go to Him in your time of crisis, and you go with Him as he instructs you to do. What you experience is that if you do that and you decide, I'm going to do that now and for the next six months, all I'm going to do in times of my crisis, I'm going to go to God. After the six months is over, you're going to look back and realize, wow, he's taken me from one level to another level to another level. to I That's how it happens. Oh. You deal with the lion. Bear comes, and then you got a nine and a half. That's how it happens. And you're like, whoa. The challenges don't get any smaller, but God keeps coming through even stronger. The challenges don't get any smaller. God just comes through even more stronger. The challenges don't get any smaller. I think I'm going to do a song on that. Abraham says, you go, Pastor, you go, you go, you do it, you do it. (laughs) Woo! I love what Pastor Chip Ingram shares on breakthrough. He says, what we need to know is that breakthrough is not something we sit around and wait for. Breakthrough is God waiting on us to respond in obedience to what He has already commanded and already promised. That's good. Again, we need to know What we need to know is that breakthrough is not something we sit around and wait for. Breakthrough is God waiting on us to respond in obedience to what He has already commanded and already promised. Breakthrough happens when we take the first offensive step against the barriers in our life. Breakthrough happens when we say, I'm going to trust that God is going to supernaturally do the impossible. God does the breakthrough. But He's waiting for us to take the first step of faith. We have to believe in God's goodness. That God has already willed. The breakthrough for our life. Then we can actually become agents. Of breakthrough. Unleashing God's supernatural power. To change our impossible situations. In our homes. Workplaces. And relationships. He's a God. Of breakthrough. So I got a question for you. Do you need God to make a way out of no way. Do you need God to make a way out of no way? The swiftness and surety of your deliverance starts with how you respond to hard times and difficult situations. Hear me when I say that. It's just not enough to thank God and honor Him only when you've received a blessing. God wants to show you and I the extent of his faithfulness as well as for us to show the extent of our faithfulness and love and trust in him. Even in the midst of the crisis of challenging circumstances. The power of your praise will determine the magnitude Let me say that again. The power of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. You see, praise is not just applauding God or clapping our hands. It is showing respect, honor, and gratefulness using our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole spirit, and body despite our circumstances. Paul and Silas didn't wait until they experienced a breakthrough to praise and thank God in the midst Of difficult circumstances, they praised God and received the breakthrough they desired. Look again at Acts 16 in the New Living, verses 25 and 26. It says, Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors say doors immediately flew open and the chains, say chains, of every prisoner fell off. Did you get a hold of that? You see, praise, as we heard tonight, it leads to the shaking of foundations. It leads to the shaking of those things that have been meant to keep us restricted and restrained and confined and constrained. But when we praise God, His presence shows up and He shakes up the things, the foundations of the enemy, the things that He's planted, the things that He's put down in order to try to keep Keep us down. But when we praise him, he shows up. But I want you to understand something. That when they praised God, the doors were opened. The doors that were locked. The doors that were on lockdown. They opened up and everybody's chains fell off. Do you see what praise does? It opens doors for you that nothing else can. And if there's something that is binding you, something that the enemy is using to keep you tied up, to keep you restrained and restricted from being the person that God freed you to be. I've got good news. When you start to praise God, every chain will be broken. Every chain will fall off. Doors will open for you and chains will be broken off of you when you decide to praise Him. And the Bible reveals that Paul and Silas praised God even when their backs were bleeding and their feet and hands were in chains. Despite the pain and suffering that they were going through, they praised God anyway. And as a result, God shows up and not only set them free, but everybody that was within the radius of their praise was affected by their praise and was... Released through their praise. We began the service. We heard about it, that he's a God who releases. He's a God who delivers. He's a God who sets free. He's a God who redeems. Well, tonight I've got good news. None of us have to leave this place restricted and bound. There's freedom in the house because when we praise him, he shows up. He shakes not only things underneath us, he shakes things off of us so that we can know freedom today. God will show shake the foundation of your prison your bondage, your problem if you make the decision to praise and give him thanks no matter what, that's why I like Paul and Silas, they were not Christmas like Christians they weren't off and on off and on, on. no, they were steady, they were stable you can put us in a prison cell we'll have church there, we'll not only have church from house to house and in the temple, lock us up, put us in solitary confinement, but we still gonna give him praise they were believers that made up their mind that no matter what we go through we're gonna give God praise and God honored that because see God honors a believer that has a made-up mind that no matter what I'm going through it does not define who God is God is still on the throne he's still in charge he's still overall, he still rules everything and he is worthy of my praise Ooh, can you tell I'm excited? Because I know this, I know it in my life. I know it. Oh, that's Caitlin. That's another song right there coming up. I know it. Oh man, I'm got some songs right. <laughs> Say praise. Praise is a highway. Father, we thank you. I thank you for your presence here right now. God, I thank you that you are in this place. We've exalted you. We've magnified you. We've lifted up our voices. We've been declaring, Jesus, you are our breakthrough. We bless you. And I thank you that there's breakthrough here tonight. There may be a crisis going on in our lives, but it's going to turn. It's going to turn in the direction. Father, that you will, that you desire. It's going to turn, Father, towards the better. I just believe that tonight. I'm not going to be swallowed up by discouragement. I'm not going to be swallowed up by despair. No, because as I praise you, I'm putting on the garment of praise, and the spirit of despair is fleeing. The spirit of despair must go. As I wrap myself in the garment of praise, the spirit of heaviness, Is driven out. Thank you, Lord. I praise you here tonight. You're the God of breakthrough. And Lord, we make up our minds tonight that no matter what crisis comes our way, we are going to go to you. We're going to go to you. We're going to, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to turn to you. We're going to run to you. We're going to call on you, Lord. We're going to go to you, God. And then we're going to go with you. Whatever you show us, whatever you tell us, we're going to go in faith. We're going, to, we're going to carry out your directives believing God that your way is the right way that you know you know you know what we ought to do and we're going to trust you to do what you tell us to do. We're going to go with you and we're going to go up. <laughs> we're going to go up to another level. As we experience your breakthrough we're going from one level to another yeah we're gonna go up we're gonna go up yeah we're gonna go There's some of you tonight that you need a breakthrough in your life. I want you to come forward to this front area. We call it the altar. And I'm just going to agree with you tonight. that The master of breakthrough is going to give you your breakthrough here tonight. You say, Pastor, I needed this. I needed this. I need a breakthrough right now in my life. You come, come. You don't wait on anybody. You know you need the breakthrough. You come. Because I believe God is. The Lord, the master of breakthroughs today. Yeah, that's it. Amen. The master of breakthroughs. Yeah, Lord. Master of breakthroughs. Yes. Becca, would you come and help me pray? Brian, would you come as well and help me pray? We're going to believe right now. Breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. The master of breakthroughs is here right now.